to Inside the Shed, a podcast where you get a front row seat into my thoughts, daily thoughts, monthly thoughts, even thoughts with friends. So come sit, bring a cup of tea, a blanket, you know, the usual. Get comfortable because you are officially Inside the Shed. I'm at this place in my life where... I just want to go hard and not in the sense of like striving but yet in the sense of in the sense of tapping into everything that God has for me like literally living in his dream for me I've seen so much in very little time. 30 years is not a lot of time, but I've seen things and I've wanted so much just for myself with this like selfish mentality and selfish like ambition, right? And I know, like, from the outside looking in, it would be like, oh, well, that's what you're supposed to do. You're young. You're supposed to go after it, blase, bloop, bloop, bloop. But the fact of the matter is, for me, it's just not satisfying. Like, I go after these things, or I will, I will be going after these things, and then achieve it, if you will. And it was so empty. I did it in, in college and achieving this degree and then I had the degree and I'm like okay well what do I do now and then I did it with you know relationships I did it in getting married too fast I did it in maybe moving out too fast and I did it with just striving and striving and yeah like all of these things have worked together for my good but that's because of his grace I'm just not in a place in my life anymore where I'm interested in doing the things in which I want to do. But yet I go so hard because I want to live in his dream for me. I want to be in that place where God looks down on me or looks at me, you know, because he be with me. He be hanging out for real. But he looks at me and he's like, man, daughter, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you leaning into me I'm proud of you starting again I'm proud of you for showing up when the odds weren't looking as though they weren't in your favor I'm proud of you I want him to say I love you for trusting me I love you for giving up yourself like I see a lot of posts right um about like judgment day, right? And don't get me wrong, I want to hear well done. (laughs) Like good and faithful servant. Like that's the humdinger. I want to hear it. But one thing I've been thinking about here lately is about what happens after the well done. You may enter into like, you know, the kingdom and all that good stuff. I'm paraphrasing. Like the Bema seat. I think too many times we're so focused on the 
well done, which is a great thing. Don't don't you know, don't get me wrong. It's a great thing to focus on. We all should be concerned about that in in sense of making sure um, you know, we are accepting Christ as our Lord and Savior. But once that's said and done, that's that's a done deal, right? The next thing is what are you doing for him? What do you like your life? Does it reflect him? Does it say Jesus? Like if your life was a poster board, right? Like this big old billboard coming up 95. Would it reflect Jesus? Would would Jesus be anywhere on that poster design? If I walked up to a designer right now and say, hey, design me a poster of my life just by the things in which you observe. Would Jesus be found anywhere on that board? Like that is that is that is it's it's a phenomenon for real. Like if you really sit back and think about it, it's like, do I represent you when I'm upset, when I'm happy, when I'm confused, when I'm unsure, when I'm on the new job or I'm on the job, when I'm in my marriage, when I'm talking to my friends, when I'm in the marketplace or even in the sanctuary, do I represent you? Do, do people see you when they see me? Do people hear you when they hear me? And is it every time they talk to me, I have something to say about the next person? Is it the next time, every time they see me, they want to know, oh, well, what's next? What's going on, India? What, what are you doing for you? Like, that's just, I'm concerned about the Bema seat. I'm concerned about, you know, in this this attempt to be what God is calling me to be, am I doing it from a selfish ambition? Like when I walk up or fly up or however up I get to the Bema seat, right? Are these things just going to burn up? Like India, you did them for you. You did them for your own accolade. You did them so that people could see you, right? Or, or are they going to actually make it through? And God's like, no, like you did that for me. You did that because you love me. You did that as an expression of your love for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're not saved by works. So let's not get it misconstrued. Like, we're not saved by works. Like, the, the, our salvation is a finished product of the cross. But after that, there are things in which we do because we love him, right? If I'm in a relationship with you, if you bay and I'm bay and I never show up for you, I never come through for you, I ain't playing a a, a bachelor party. I ain't playing a, a a birthday party. Heck, I ain't even give you a hug when I saw you. How do you know I'm still interested, right? How do I how do I represent that I'm in a relationship with you? If you never see me, every time you see me is because you I need something from you, or every time I show up is I'm waiting for you to do something for me. I'm laying there on the couch with my hands behind my my head and my legs crossed, waiting for you to serve me. It's never reciprocated. It's never appreciated. Like, just think about it in the most natural sense. And how much more do we do that to God? How much more does Jesus pull up to the table and you not even sit down? But yet we treat him as this drive-by night thing. 
Like, God, I need this. God, I need my light bill paid. God, you, I promise you, if you just get me out of this relationship this one last time, I won't do it. God, if you just, God, I need some more money. God, thank you for the job. But now I need another job because I don't like the way that people talk to me on a job. Miss Ma'am, Mr. Sir, like we we gotta cut it, we gotta cut it out. We gotta cut it out. And like for real, y'all, these are just my thoughts of me talking to myself for real. Like, when is enough enough, India? Has he not done enough? Like, why is the strive always after the things of God and not just his heart? It, it's, a, it's a humbling, it's a humbling thing to think about. It's a humbling, it's, it's just humbling. And when I say we, I definitely mean I. Gotta do better. I go hard, but I gotta check my motives. I see so much. I've been so far. I've come so far. Not of my own self. Not under my own strength. Man, I'm I'm a crack baby from Camden. <laughs> like, let's not get it twisted. Like, I'm from Chillers. Like, it, it's a literal. Like, what what come what good ever comes out of Nazareth? Like, like Chillers is a literal Nazareth. Like, that's where I'm from. This little podunk town in Jersey. Mama a crackhead, daddy an alcoholic. It's nothing relatively special about me. Yet, God has called me his own. He saw me from afar and he said, I want her. And he has fought for me. Like that song, like there's no mountain he won't climb up for me. Like, everything he wants, he can have. Because everything that I have, he gave me. I don't know if this is anyone else's thoughts but my own. But if it is, don't condemn yourself. Just examine yourself and act accordingly. There's no condemnation for those who are in Christ. And if for those of us who have never even considered it, maybe this is your consideration. He loves us with an everlasting love. It's pure. It's, it's, it's so pure. His heart toward us is so pure. I think it's time that our intentions match we're married to him and think about it have you been a good bride yeah that's the question I'll leave you with have you been a good bride so much for tuning in to inside the shed don't forget every tuesday we drop a brand new episode until then keep it cute keep it sassy and always keep it inside the shed